Hi, I'm April Adams Pertwee. I'm your host of the Inside Story podcast. I've been telling people stories my entire adult life as a broadcast journalist, video producer, and digital storyteller. These days, you can find me at Lightbeamers, where I'm building a community of women who are ready to step into their brave by sharing their story with the world. On the Inside Story podcast, I'm bringing you some of the best stories I'm discovering from both the women inside of my community, as well as from around the streets of the internet. Plus, I'm digging deep to share some of my own stories with you along the way. My hope is that these stories will help encourage you to examine your own story so that you can share it with other people. I have a motto at Lightbeamers. When we share our stories, we shine a light. So with that in mind, let's get down to business today and share the light found in this episode. Hello, 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 friends. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Inside Story Podcast. I'm your host, April Adams Pertwee. So happy you are here. Uh, Recording this podcast today is adding a little bit of light and sunshine to my day because here in Texas, we are getting one of those dreary, drizzly rains and it is just wet and muddy and yucky outside. So I'm so happy to be here with you and it's bringing a little spark to my morning so far. So I'm excited to talk today about this concept that your story is an onion. And I've been thinking a lot about the storytelling journey and how I see it playing out for so many of my clients and how it plays out for me too. And I've always seen the the storytelling process as this analogy of peeling an onion. And in order to tell and share your story, you have to first peel off that outer layer. And if you've ever peeled an onion before, you know that outer layer is a little tough. It's dry, it's crispy, and there's very, very little juice. And a lot of times when people think a lot of things about their story, and we're going to get into the different things that people think about when they think about their story, uh, I would say to you that you are focused on the outside layer of your onion, and we've got to peel that onion back. We've got to peel that skin off in order to actually get down to the different layers of your story. So if you think about it, once you peel back that storytelling onion, what it might look like on the inside when you decide to go a little bit deeper is the juice, right? This is really where the juice is. And I was thinking about this, uh, this past week, I was preparing for a talk that I was going to be giving to a group of professional women in Dallas. And when I was working on my speech, (laughs) I was trying to think of a specific story that I was going to share with them, you know, especially since I was there to talk about the power of our personal story. And it was really funny. I mean, it's funny, but not funny, because when I think about when I was thinking about different parts of my story, I mean, I was coming up empty-handed, you guys. I could not seem to think of anything that was relatable, that I thought was worth sharing with this group of women. And everything that came to mind, even little ideas that would come to my mind, I would discredit them right away. I would think, well, that feels boring, or that's unimportant, or that's pretty insignificant. I don't want to share that. And it was as if every ounce of my story was this waterless pit inside at a desert in a desert and there was just dried up well zero nourishment to give to anyone else 
And that sort of sounds dramatic. <laughs> Maybe that sounds dramatic to you, but honestly, it was how I felt at the time. And, you know, I've spoken to hundreds of women in groups like this, and I've do this podcast every single week. We've done it for over two years. I lead storytelling prompts and challenges and conversations inside our private community, the Light Beamers community on Facebook, which I've had for over seven years. I've been working with clients privately um, in groups and one-on-one and through our Visibility Accelerator membership. And I've had all of those programs for a long time. And so I am constantly pouring out to other women and sharing my knowledge and enthusiasm around the power of telling your story. And yet here I was feeling that very sense of feeling like my own story was utterly useless. And so some of those thoughts sounded maybe like some of the thoughts that go through your head. Some of those thoughts were, I don't really have anything good to share. So my, my story is all boring. I could talk about this or that, but it really wouldn't make an impact. So what's the point? It all seemed so irrelevant. So I'm curious if any semblance of those thoughts have ever gone through your head when it comes to thinking about your story or even potentially sharing your story with other people. Does your mind go blank? Do you think that your story is unimportant, not worthy of sharing? And do your instincts have you sort of shrinking back from the opportunity to share your story because you have those thoughts? And so therefore you just refuse to speak and you keep that story quiet and silent and hidden. Now, if any of those thoughts go through your head, you know, welcome to the club, you're not alone. But you might be the polar opposite of that and you might have completely different thoughts. When thinking about sharing and telling your story, you might think, oh yeah, I've got a story all right. And it's really big. And it's so big, I don't really know what to do with it. It's so big and scary that other people aren't going to know how to handle it either. So therefore, what do we do? We just stay silent, quiet, and hidden. You know, and really I find that women are in usually one of these two camps. Camp A is that you think your story is boring. You think that it's not important enough. It's not worthy of sharing with others. And so if you live out and camp out in Camp A, I would say by and large, you were probably staying quiet, shrinking back, not sharing your story and keeping it all to yourself. Or you might be hanging out in Camp B, which is the other camp that I usually find women hang out in, which is, oh, I've got a story all right, but it's pretty messy and it's complicated and I don't really know how to share it. And if I did share it, I'm not really sure how other people are going to be able to receive it because what, what are they going to think, right? It's like one of those types of stories. And so never mind, I'm just going to stuff it down and keep it to myself. And guess what? If you're in that camp, you are also staying quiet, hiding, playing small, shrinking away. In both scenarios, no matter which camp you are in, most of us are just diminishing the power of our story and the diminishing the power that we have inside. And so we are just staying quiet and hiding and ultimately giving all of our power away. And for me, I've traveled most of my life recognizing how important stories are. As a young girl, I was captivated by the stories that I would read in books. I was always reading. I grew up with two older siblings who were really, quite honestly much older than me. So I often felt like I was an only child. And um, for me, 
escaping into books and reading other people's stories or finding the characters inside those stories, if it was a fiction book, made me not feel so alone. And when I wasn't reading, I was writing. I've talked about it a lot on this podcast that I have been a lifelong journaler and I was always scribbling down my stories inside my journal as a kid and really pouring out my feelings and my emotions and my thoughts and my ideas and my creativity onto the pages of a journal all throughout my childhood. And, you know, I was often hanging out in my room, doing that by myself and kind of just keeping all of those stories quiet and hidden inside that journal. And if I wasn't writing in my journal, it's really funny. Um, I was sharing this with the group, with the women that I spoke to in Dallas last week, I was sharing that I would even actually hide underneath my bed. And underneath my bed, I would write on the wood slats that held up my bed. And I would write the stories or write my thoughts or write my feelings and emotions down in those wood slats. Because I thought, well, if someone ever found my journals, at least they are never going to think to crawl under this bed and find the stories that I'm writing there. So I was really good at keeping those stories quiet and hidden. And I would just hide out for hours and do that. And really the only people that ever really heard or were exposed to my stories were maybe my stuffed animals and my Barbies at the time. And if I wasn't reading or writing, I was pretty much sitting at the feet of other people listening, asking a lot of questions and just relishing in the stories that they would be willing to share with me. And I, my, one of my grandmothers, when I was growing up on my, my, the, the grandmother on my dad's side of the family, my dad's mom, she and I had this really kind of favorite activity that we would do. I loved spending, spending the night at her house because she used to listen to this old AM radio. And at night we would crawl in bed and turn off the lights and snuggle in. And she would turn on that AM radio. And it's the type of radio from back in the day when you literally had to, um, you know, turn the antennas, the rabbit ear antennas just right. And you had to like turn the dial on, on the radio to hit the station just right in order for all the static to clear. And you could actually hear the people's voices coming in. And at night, this particular radio's AM radio station that she would listen to was a was a call-in radio station. <laughs> and the DJs would welcome callers to the phone, the phone back in those days. And uh, they would call in and they would literally just call in to share their stories. And my grandmother and I, we would stay up way too late. I mean, way past midnight sometimes, laying in bed, listening to those strangers like literally strangers on the radio call in and share their story. I couldn't see them. It was on the radio. I did not know them. They were complete strangers. Yet when they would share their stories and we would listen sitting there in the dark, I would feel like I know them. And they were the most mundane stories and extraordinary stories at the same time. Some of them were just hysterical and they would make us laugh out loud. We would just giggle and giggle in bed and, you know, have to shush ourselves to try not to wake up my grandfather who was always asleep in the other room. Or sometimes the stories were just heartbreaking and they would make us cry. And I remember that experience growing up and being exposed to other people's stories and just being in a state of listening and listening for other people's stories and always finding such joy um, in the fact that I could listen to those people share their story on the radio. It was one of my favorite memories from my childhood. And I love that my grandmother loved storytelling as much as I did. And obviously it was a foundational 
piece of my upbringing that has led me to be such a passionate storyteller today. So I want you to think, as I just shared a few ways that storytelling has made an impact on my life, even starting out as a very young child, you know, all the way up through today, I want you to think about for a moment, where or how have stories played a role in your life and or in your personal development? Who has regularly shared their story with you that it has made an impact on you? I want you to stop, maybe pause this podcast for just a moment and think about that for a second. You know, I'm sharing all of this with you because it's not a surprise that later on I went to study journalism and I have made a career out of telling people's stories and digging into people's stories and helping them find their story and even all the way up to creating light beamers and hosting the Inside Story podcast and dedicating myself every single week to either bringing you another story, sharing my stories, or helping you dig your story out by tuning into all of these episodes. My work here at Light Beamers is, you know, helping women write and publish their stories in books, helping them step on stages to share their story, helping them facilitate powerful conversations and lead presentations for other people. And I really show women how to use their story to elevate their brand as a thought leader in their industry, speaking at conferences and leading teams. I help women every day in my online community just master the art of telling stories for the sake of social media and connecting with people online and marketing their their business. And I'm constantly spouting this core belief that everybody has a story, right? I talk about that all the time on this podcast. Everybody has a story. Go back to episode number two. If you've never heard me talk about that, go to episode number two and listen to everybody has a story episode. And and also my tagline at Light Beamers is that when you share your story, you shine a light. That is how we become a light beamer. So all of this, all of this puts me in a very weird position because historically speaking, I've always found myself living in Camp A, thinking that I didn't have much of a story, that my story was pretty boring and not very important to share. I've always thought for so long in my career that my role was to help other people tell their story while mine remained insignificant. And here I was just a week ago, experiencing that all over again, trying to prepare for this speech and thinking, I don't have anything to share. I don't have anything to tell. Why in the world did they invite me to come talk? Because I'm, it's all boring. It's all worthless. It's useless. So wherever you are, if you're living out in Camp A, I get you. (laughs) I totally get you. And so when I started building my company, Light Beamers, roughly seven years ago, I primarily focused on social media to start growing my brand. And I really had to step into storytelling for myself at that point. This uh, leading up to my career, leading up to that point in my career, as a journalist and as a video producer and as a, as a digital brand storyteller, my work had primarily all been focused on other people's stories. And I had never really given myself that microphone and given myself that opportunity to, to take myself on the storytelling journey that I was always inviting other people to go on. And so I had to look at what I was gonna do to start to build Light Beamers, not only as a business, but as a a way to influence and inspire and impact other people. And I realized 
that I had to go and start practicing what I preach. And so in the beginning, all I did was decide to share on social media. It was pretty simple. It was the easiest path, you know, with the least resistance was just to get online where I was already hanging out and just to start sharing my stories. I started writing a blog on my website and then I started sharing those blog stories online, primarily on Facebook. And I just began to practice storytelling and it was messy and it was, you know, it was pretty rocky at first. And a lot of the stories, I also had to battle those thoughts that I lived with thinking over in camp a, which was, this is probably insignificant. This is pretty boring. I don't know if it's really going to, I don't know if this, this one will resonate with anybody, but even though I had those thoughts, I put my stories out there. I did it anyway. And it was almost like I wanted to test is this really true? <laughs> is this really true that my story is boring? Is this really true that it can't make an impact? Is this really true that no one will resonate with it if I share it? And so in really small ways, all of these really insignificant stories that I thought I had, right? I started to see them gain traction. I started to see them making an impact with other people. And these were stories that were a lot, you know, sounded like this. They were stories around, uh, you know, talking on social media. I'm a big proponent of everyone getting on video because I've had a career in video and I'm a big fan of video. And I believe video is a way for us to make a bigger impact. I mean, think about those radio days, listening to the radio with my grandmother. I mean, I can only imagine if those, those stories had been on video and I could have both heard them and seen the people sharing those stories, I would, the impact of that would have been exponential. It was already big just to hear their voice. I mean, you hear my voice every week when I come in here and deliver the podcast, primarily just on audio. And I know the impact that audio can make, but I also know the impact video can make. So I'm a big fan of sharing um, our stories on video. And I'm often teaching about this and talking about this both to my clients and to my community. And so in the beginning, when I got online and live streaming first became a thing and we could actually get on video and start live streaming on social media, um, I recalled stories around when I was working in television and how nerve wracking video was for me back in those days when it was my job to get on video. And I shared stories with my audience about how video used to unnerve me also. And it used to make me really, you know, it, feel, it used to feel really scary. And I just shared ways that I was able to get over that tips and tricks that I incorporated to embrace video and to feel more confident and comfortable and conversational on video. And I just shared all of that with my audience. And so the more I shared my fear of being on video and how I've been able to, over to overcome it, then I was able to help other women step over their fear and embrace the power of doing more videos on social media so that they could grow their impact by sharing their stories. Sometimes my stories were and still are about navigating parenthood and running a business and being a business owner, you know, sharing my mom's struggles with other women. And whenever I would do that, it would help other women also not feel so alone and help them overcome the feelings of mom guilt because we all have it. It is a very challenging course to navigate being multi-passionate in multi-areas 
And so if you're out there running a business, you're out there trying to grow something and also navigate being um, attentive and loving at home and nurturing, all of those things, it's, it's a landmine sometimes. And the more we share our stories, the more we can learn from each other and experience ways to navigate that field. Other times, my seemingly insignificant stories were things around achieving new levels of success. You know, I'm a big fan of celebrating our wins. Talk about this a lot in our community. And I believe that weekly we should look around and find something that we did right, because the world is really, really good at telling us all the things that we did wrong. And so celebrating our wins is something that I like to do. And so sometimes celebrating my wins was showcasing ways in which I was up-leveling and I was having success in my business and I was dismantling old paradigms that said women cannot have a seat at those tables. And with each new goal that I conquered, I was giving other women permission to, to go after their dreams and go after their goals and, and freaking achieve them, you know, and then celebrate them when we achieve them. So in really, really, really small ways, my story started to penetrate other women in my audience. And, you know, one by one, I'd have women reach out to me privately and say things like, thank you for sharing your story with me. Thank you so much for sharing that today. I, I really needed to hear it. And, you know, when you shared that story, it made me feel like not, I'm not alone. I'm not such a weirdo after all. And so here's where the onion starts to peel. Let's get back to that topic of your story is an onion. I started out small. I started out living in Camp A, just wanting to test the theory. Is it really true that my story is boring? Is it really true that I can't have an impact? Is it really true that the stories I would share are not going to relate to anyone else? And systematically, I dismantled those beliefs. And I started to peel the onion of my story by practicing telling my story. And before long, I unearthed other stories that were hanging out inside of me. They were just deeper down in the onion. And the deeper down in the onion you get, the juicier they become. And so you will move. And this is what happened to me. You will move from camp A to camp B. I certainly moved out of Camp A and into Camp B, and I started to discover that I actually do have some pretty big stories, many of which I have shared on this podcast because this podcast has been a platform for me to practice sharing my Camp B stories. I started this podcast because I knew I had some big, fat, scary stories to share, and I wanted a safe place to explore sharing them, and pretty much I've shared them with you first here on The Inside Story. And these stories are full of pain and hardships, and a lot of messiness, stories of significant financial stressors and worries, stories of depression. Go listen to my closet floor moment episode. Oh gosh, what episode is that? I think it's episode maybe four or five. Um, even stories of sexual abuse, which I shared very recently on the, on the episode that I um, hosted with Brian Bogert. At every turn, my natural tendency was to not tell those stories. I'm telling you, I did not want to tell those stories. They were so deep in my onion that once I revealed them, they scared the crap out of me. But by now, I was too far in, too far into this, story, this journey around storytelling. And I knew the power of storytelling. And every time that I've 
thought about running away and hiding from those big, fat, hairy, scary stories, I knew that I couldn't do that. And because that's what I've learned about storytelling, we have the choice to either let those stories have power over us, or we can harness the power of those stories and use them to tap into our full personal power and use them to do something good in the world. This is when our stories start to shine a light. So I've looked at all of my personal experiences and life and I, and I see them for what they really, really are, which are just powerful lessons for myself and opportunities for others to gain valuable wisdom and knowledge from me if I share those stories. And as a result, as I've continued to peel the onion of my story and I've continued to step forward through fear and share those stories, I have learned to get more confident. My confidence is, is really through the roof these days because as I've gone on this storytelling journey, and again, this is seven years of being intentional about sharing my story in some way, shape, or form, I have gotten stronger mentally. I have gotten more rooted in who I am as a woman. I apologize a whole lot less these days for who I am and how I show up in the world. And I'm much quicker to speak up for myself and stand up for myself when I, when I get thrown into these situations where someone is trying to belittle me or to exert their power over me. Because guess what? Those opportunities are still coming my way. And all of this has been available to me because I have embraced the power of sharing my story. And I've given myself that gift of going on that storytelling journey. And I have willingly peeled the onion of my story. So here's what I want you to hear in all of this. I want you to know it's available for you too. Big or small, your story needs to be told. It can make an indelible impact on the people that are around you, your friends, your family, your coworkers, your industry peers, the people in your programs, the people that you lead, the people that you mentor. It can help you grow an audience as it certainly has for me. It can help you start a movement. It can help you build a community. It can help you deepen the connections that you already have with clients and coworkers. Your story is an untapped resource for healing, connection, clarity, courage, and confidence. The women I have worked with in my community have gone on to really hone the message that their story has been holding for them. They've gone on to write books. They've gone on to get on TEDx stages. They've started podcasts. They've received significant promotions at work. They've made giant moves in their career. Some have even left significant jobs and started new companies altogether. That's because these, these women have been brave and they've gone on that storytelling journey and they tapped into their personal power as a result. It's not just about sharing the story. It's about what uncovering the, the stories that are inside your onion can do for you. And these women that I just mentioned, they've actually discovered that there's a whole nother camp out there. They've left Camp A, they've deserted Camp B, and they now live firmly and rooted in Camp C. They understand that they have a story and they understand that it can have a big, powerful and purposeful impact in the world. And they are confidently stepping forward through their fear, no matter what, to share it. I've come to learn that I actually live in Camp C. 
even though every once in a while, my old ways and my old habits will put me temporarily back in camp A, like it did earlier this week when I was preparing for that talk. But quickly, you know, what happened is because I didn't, I didn't let those fears around not having a good story to tell stop me. And I showed up in Dallas and I delivered that talk. I found the stories to share. Actually, it's very similar to the to the episode I'm sharing with you today, to what I'm sharing here. I ended up telling a lot of this information in that talk. And so I delivered and I showed up no matter what. And I got real quick back over into Camp C so that I could be that person. And I could show up that night and share those stories and deliver that message for those women as they had hired me to do. And so the women who live in Camp C really do become that confident, powerful woman. And a confident, powerful woman, you guys, she's the one that changes the world. A confident, powerful woman shares her story. So my invitation for you today is, first of all, figure out which camp you're in. And it's okay. Whatever, Wherever you are is where you are. There is no shame. There is no judgment about it. I have just shared with you the entire journey of me moving from camp A to camp B to camp C. I've been in all the camps and it's okay, whichever camp you are in. If you don't think you have a story, then you were in camp A. If you know you have a story, but you don't know what the hell to do with it, you're in camp B. And if you're already out there rocking it and sharing your story and doing the big, scary things and embracing your visibility by sharing your story in bigger, bolder ways, then kudos to you. You are a light beamer. But my invitation for you today, listening to this podcast is you do not, you know, do not let this episode end without thinking for yourself, where are you? Which camp are you in? Are you in camp A feeling like you don't have a story? If so, come into my storytelling community. It's a free community on Facebook called the Light Beamers Community. It's a safe place. It's welcome. You're welcome. And it's open for you to join no matter what. And we have weekly prompts and storytelling opportunities for you to start to peel your onion. If you're in Camp B, you know you have a story. You just don't know what to do with it because it's scary and it's big and you're nervous about sharing it. Then please reach out to me directly. We could do a storytelling strategy session or I can help you untangle the mess that you think your story is and help you figure out a really smart way to start sharing that story that is strategic and something that you can do with ease. That's just a simple DM (laughs) or email, April at Light Beamers. I'm so accessible, it's not even funny. So please send me a DM or send me an email. Or if you're in Camp C, and you know you have a story and you've already, you're out there embracing it. You're sharing it. You're writing the books. You're stepping on stages. You're doing the thing. You're, you're reaching more people. You're not scared of visibility because you understand the power that your story holds and you are welcoming that challenge. Then I also want you to reach out to me because you have a seat at my table. You have a seat at my table here, right here on this podcast. And we will do an interview and you will have the opportunity to share your story with our audience. And we would love to see another example of someone living and living out their Camp C experience. So come onto the inside story and share your story with us. 
wherever you are, Camp A, Camp B, Camp C, there's a place for you here at Light Beamers. And I welcome the opportunity to serve you and to move you through your camps. I hope that this message serves you today, my friends. I hope that you will continue to tune in with us every week and get what tools you need to keep peeling back the layer of your onion. It's multi-layered and the deeper you go, the juicier it gets. Have a good one. I love you so much. Go share your story today. I'll see you on the other side. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to give it a review and share this broadcast out with your friends and family. Now, did listening to this episode make you think more about your own story? Are you wondering which parts of your own story are relevant to share with others? This is the question I get asked more than any other. How do I share my story? Which parts of my story are worth sharing with other people? How can I make my story relatable so that others can benefit from it? I've taken my simple process that I've used for years as a journalist and broken it down into a three-part storytelling formula that will help you discover the key components of your own story and how to share it. It's a free resource I've created to help you become a light beamer by sharing your story. Simply go to www.lightbeamers.com and click on the big yellow button on the homepage to download your story formula. I'd love to hear your story too. So be sure to join my free community on Facebook, the Light Beamers community, and share your story with me. I can't wait to learn more about you and the story that's inside of you. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when our next broadcast is live. You will want to stay tuned to the stories we are lining up for you next. I promise they are so good. As always, Light Beamers, I'm over here cheering for you. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.